When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. Tonight, we have the RNC recap for nights one and two. I am your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog, and we are here straight from the Rose Garden with the President of the United States of America, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, uh, before we start, do you, you have something on your nose, your a little no it's you know for these late nights you gotta have strong energy so they're making i was told by uh by my wife uh, melanoma that they're doing coke like diet coke now comes in powder form and it, i tell you it gives you you know how i love diet coke but this powder diet coke gives you sort of a a very strong sort of powerful rush of, of great energy very strong energy they're telling you that, that Diet Coke is made into a white powdered form that you put up your nose? Right, because that's how you sort of get more potency. You know, you, need, you don't know this, but as president, I have to stay awake many hours, okay? And especially on a night like this where we're showing great things to America, I have to have great energy. They don't want to see me out there being tired and wanting to go to bed, so... Thank you to uh, my wife, Madagascar, for getting me this, and it's a, it's a great thing. <laughs> well, speaking of your wife, Madagascar, she um, made a speech tonight, very heartfelt speech. She talked very nicely about you. Uh, she did it in the Rose Garden, which she recently redid. Um, I thought it was a little strange as she ripped out a tree that was planted um, for JFK, but... Besides that, I think she did a very nice job. She prefers leaders that, uh, you know, don't get shot. <laughs> oh, that's... Oh, know. and by the way, by the way. Yes. We haven't given proper respect. I was told that today it's still... There's still time as we record this. It's almost midnight, but two years ago, you know who died two years ago today? <laughs> well, it's, it's not Jeffrey Epstein because we had a giant celebration for him. I, I I don't know. I'll give you a hint. His daughter has very big breasts. <laughs> John McCain. John McCain. I hope he liked seeing my convention from you know looking above, looking above and seeing how great I'm doing. Mr. President, it, the man is deceased. Is there really is it really necessary to bring him up tonight? Well, you know, I want to keep the party going. I've got this great Diet Coke powder, and I've got, you know, my my wife, Mesothelioma, gave a great speech. 
and you know got all the words right well most let's be honest most of the words but it was a it's a great night and i thought what better way to you know like dessert that was dinner and dessert is we're going to actually prank call megan mccain soon she your your wife she I looks hired, like she doesn't i hired sleep. this trump i hired this mccain impersonator to call megan mccain at midnight tonight that's horrible, Mr. President. You had her father, an impersonator of her father, call her from the grave as a joke? No, no not yet. In a few minutes. <laughs> okay. It's, it's all scheduled. Okay. Now, uh, a couple things about your, your wife's speech tonight. I thought she did a very nice job. The thing is, why were the teleprompters to the sides and not in front of her? You know, she kept looking to the left and right. Like because she when tennis. she looks straight ahead, it looks like a prostitute deer in the headlights. <laughs> I wish we had a name for this episode. <laughs> well, that's, uh, I'm telling you, that's what it looked like. <laughs> so, so, and then I thought, she, does she ever blink? When instructed to. <laughs> so she needs permission to, to blink. Uh, not always, but sometimes, but yeah, no, she was, uh, I thought it was great. I thought she was so great. Uh, so much, uh, passion and energy and, and she looked like a total natural. I thought something might bother you. She referred to COVID as COVID-19. She didn't refer to it as, um, Flujitsu or the Chinese flu or anything like that. She didn't refer to it like that. Did that bother you? Well, it didn't make me happy. I can tell you it did not make me, I was not happy to hear that. I was not happy at all, but it was, you know, she's still learning the language and she doesn't yet know, uh, you know, all our great slurs and all our great insults. So she's using what words she can, and that's okay. We'll teach her. I'm surprised you didn't coach her to say um, another name for COVID. Well, no, her impression, unlike me, who does spot-on impressions of all our great Asian people, she's not as good at impressions. So when I acted it out for her, she wasn't able to repeat that. So we thought better better to not try, because I told her, oh, you can, and she, she couldn't, she couldn't do, do that. No, she's very weak on impressions. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Next, I want to talk to you about one from uh, one woman who spoke very nicely tonight, your wife, to let's just go back to night one of the RNC, Kimberly Gofoyle. Now, she was very excited, a lot of energy during her speech. And who was she yelling at the whole time? I think she wanted to impress me. Were you impressed? I did give her a key to my hotel room. <laughs> so I'll take that as a yes, you were impressed. You know, I was disappointed, though, because I remember Don Jr. saying she was a screamer. I just didn't know he meant during speeches. I thought he meant something else. No, she's an insane person. Uh, I think she might have been on drugs. I think she might be dealing with some mental mental health issues as well. Um, I mean, I like she's got a, a nice put-together figure, although her face is a little strange. Uh, you know, she's sort of a strange-looking woman with all the 
she's like if you went to a steakhouse, all her sides are A plus, but then the steak is like a sloppy, weird looking thing. It's sort of a, you know, great hips, great breasts. You know, and she's got that sort of, she's like the divorced 50 year old or 51 year old. So she's like out there, she's like a TikTok whore. She's out there to prove that she's like, look at me, look at my tits, look at how loud I can yell, like my TikTok. And, you know, it's a little, as the kids would say, thirsty, but I respect the effort. If you knew she was going to give her a speech like that, would you let her do it again? I would have told her to do it with less clothes on, like in a bikini, <laughs> just, to, just for, you know, to make it more interesting. Screaming like a lunatic in a bikini would have been totally but, fine. You know what? She's already going viral, and imagine how much more viral she'd gone if she just showed up in a bikini and screamed. That's, All the nobody could talk about Sleepy Joe. They'd be talking about screaming ho. <laughs> well, they they all are talking about screaming how today for sure she was all over twitter i saw so i guess any press is good press right for the most part i think she she showed that uh her her kind of press is good press now let's get to her significant other don jr who spoke also on night pathetic one. pathetic what what was wrong with his eyes? Did someone shove his eyes inside of his head or was he on drugs also? No, I think he was very strongly and powerfully on drugs. <laughs> strongly and powerfully. No, you saw, I mean, he was fidgeting with his, with his suit jacket. His, he looked like he was on the verge of tears the whole time. He, when he was talking about per, protective personal equipment or personal protective PPE, he said, PP&E. And I was like, what is it, a gas company? It's PPE. There's no and, you silly, chinless, drugged out bitch. Because he, they, he and Kimberly Guilfoyle, they're together and both of their speeches were crazy. So I would say in the future, if you have them speaking again in any way, I would have that um, behind closed doors and not with cameras. Yeah, there was, I mean, they were, maybe they're, I, I didn't think they were a great couple, but now I look at them and think, maybe you're made for each other. You're both so desperate for attention and people to like you. It was Kim Guilfoyle, I give her credit because she's, she's sort of the outsider. She's trying to, to win me over. And, you know, she used to be married to a Democrat, so I think she feels like she needs to prove something, so I respect that. And I just like the fact that she dresses sort of like a, you know, like a Miami, like a, like a divorcee in Miami who's, who's out to fuck pool boys. I kind of like that energy. <laughs> but Don Jr. has no excuse. What he does is pathetic. It was, it, was, it was awful. Mr. President, I have a question. Why does everyone in your family have to speak? No, not everybody's speaking. Well, Baron didn't speak. He's young. No. You're your youngest, but uh, we're going to get to. But Tiffany spoke. Ivanka did not speak yet. But Don Jr. spoke. Eric spoke. Melania spoke. Everyone in your family is speaking. It's like except, the family. except the real first lady. Ivanka gets to speak last. So you saved the best for last. Like 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 a great dessert made <laughs> of all the best surgical parts. 
Now she is speaking on Thursday night or Wednesday night. Uh, that's a good question. I'd like her to speak both nights. She's probably speaking on Thirsty Thursdays. <laughs> Ivanka can only speak on Thirsty Thursdays, Mr. President. And the other days, you hope her mouth is full. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, what? Some, what do you some... mean? What, why are you invoking our great Lord? Well, you, you're talking about her mouth being full. I don't even want to get into how her mouth is, is full every other day except Thursday, Thursday. Well, I, don't, I mean, I don't like what you're insinuating. You, you, you say you're I not going to, you say, you're, excuse me, you're not going to talk about it. And then you sort of leave it there like a nasty thing. I left it there and then you said something. I was just going to leave it. No, but you said you were like, if you just left it, it would have been okay. But you, when, you, when somebody goes, I'm just going to leave that there, that's their I, way of saying, I'm commenting without commenting. I just, I had a reaction. Because well, you said you know, her mouth was full have... every other day. And then I just think that's a little inappropriate for a father to speak of their daughter like that. Well, she does intermittent fasting. And on Thursday is the day that she only goes on a liquid diet. So I don't know what you're thinking I was saying. But you, you said know. her mouth was full every other day. How can your mouth be full if you're fasting? No, every... In other words, every other day, Thursday, it's Thirsty Thursday, it's not full. And I said every other day, her mouth is full, meaning she's eating high-quality food. Okay. On the other days. I don't, Understood. I, it was totally, I think everybody in our, uh, you know, all my piggas know what I'm talking about. Okay. News also came out beginning of this week. We didn't cover this in the regular episode, Mr. President, but Richard Spencer, does that name ring a bell? Uh, great patriot. Um, he was a uh, hardcore right nationalist, almost would say borderline Nazi. He did do the Nazi salute at the White House one time. He is now a Democrat supporting uh, Biden. He's a Biden supporter now. Do you have any feelings about that? He's obviously not strong enough. That's that's who you get to say he's not strong enough. You had a fake hashtag fake nationalist. So you think he was totally fake and was using this as a PR stunt? Can we go off the podcast record? Uh, We're off. No, he's doing it just to make Joe Biden look bad. I've already talked to Richard Spencer. We, uh, you know, we called it Operation Heil Biden, (laughs) and it's going well so far. Okay, back on the podcast record. So, wait, I don't know. I don't know. Record? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. To be honest, I. I, I don't know the man. Um, you know, I think if Joe Biden wants to get those kind of endorsements, it proves that what we've been saying, which is, Sleepy Joe is a sleepy racist. I. I don't know, but he's not choosing the man. The man is choosing him. It's different. Well, I don't see a difference. Biden, I don't think really wants anything to do with this man. You were like courting this guy. You were you were friendly with this man. Well, he's a good don't guy. Remember this, right? But now he switched teams. Now, he, well, you don't seem to care that much. Okay. You know, I'm a little tired, and I was a little disturbed by Mike Pence's performance tonight during the convention. What didn't you like about his his performance? He is. Let's be honest. The guy's loyal. He's one of the creepiest gay mannequins I've ever seen. 
how did he creep you out tonight? Just look at him. You just when he speaks, you're like, why is this gay mannequin speaking? Why is he talk? It's just you should be in a store wearing assless chaps <laughs> with a ball gag in a window, just standing there. <laughs> you know, they name the mannequin like Silver Daddy or something, and that's that's it. Instead, he was talking. He was touching like kids and saying hi to single moms. And I thought, I thought mother didn't like you to do that. Yeah, I thought he's not allowed to be with other women. I guess when... the camera people were there, so I guess that that counted as you know spiritual company or something. Are you having second thoughts of having Mike Pence as your VP? No, when you have the sexual gimp for Christ on your side, who can be against you? Sexual gimp for Christ. Is that your new name for him? I thought we've called him that before. I don't know if it came out like that. It's so poetic. Oh, he's a, he inspires great poetry. Well, I'm sorry that you're not happy with him. Hopefully he'll do better. This is not going to make you happy either. Um, from your night one performance and compared to Biden's night one performance, Biden had higher viewership than you on night one thoughts well he was the first night of all conventions you know there hadn't been any conventions yet so everybody's going oh, let's see what happens in the democrat convention and now everybody sees what a strong job we're doing and i don't think i think there's greater enthusiasm there was maybe curiosity to see if sleepy joe was asleep so but you for- think more people tuned in to see if biden was awake during his convention is that what you're telling me? Bingo. <laughs> you know, and then, but I tell you, if people had known that Kim Guilfoyle was going to turn into a, you know, a pornographic, gargoyle. a pornographic screaming maniac, <laughs> I think we would have shattered, you know, that's why we want to promote her. I think we're going to bring her back for Thursday. You know, Kim Guilfoyle, topless with a gun in her mouth, threatening to pull the trigger. Come see her great speech. That will get you higher ratings for sure. Tremendous ratings. I know how to get ratings. I think you know this. I think you know that I'm very strong on ratings. So by having Kim Guilfoyle do a speech topless with a gun in her mouth, you're going to get the higher ratings. Sleepy Sleepy Joe is not willing to go there for his country. Now, this was um, a strange decision, I thought. The, The McCluskey's. The, the couple that had their their artillery out when uh, the protesters oh, they, were walking they, by their they're, house. They're great patriots. They're great patriots. Who knew they would shine brighter than Don Jr., your own son? I mean, that was a shame. No, Don, Don Jr. is now... Are you taking his name away? This was one of the... Yeah, my first wife, who's now ugly... Uh, her name was Ivana. She used to be a model, and now she's a very ugly woman, so I don't talk to her. Uh, she wrote in her book that I didn't want to name Don Jr. Don Jr. because I was afraid he might be a loser. I said, if he's a loser, he gets my name. And I listened to that stupid trash model and went with Donald Jr. And you see now, he's a short, chinless bitch 
that gives terrible speeches and dates psychopaths named Kim Guilfoyle. But Mr. President, you're, you're the President of the United States. I'm sure you could amend his birth certificate and give him a different name now. Well, we're looking into sort of, you know, if Planned Parenthood can do anything about it. <laughs> you want to try to abort him? Well, we're looking into it. What name would you give him if you can give him any other name? Sleepy Joe Biden Trump. <laughs> That's a great It's a great name. Sleepy Joe Biden. Somebody's got the midnight giggles. <laughs> You got me there. You got me there. You hit me right here. Uh, I like that name. Now, Mr. President, uh, during night one, you also um, interviewed and spent some personal time with some frontline workers. Did you see that? Everybody talks about Joe Biden. Oh, he's so, so much sympathy, so much empathy. I stood next to those poor, disgusting people and talked to them like they're regular people. I, st I stood there and asked them questions like they mattered. That's, they no. do matter. They do matter. No, well, you know, they're sort of poor people. You know, they should be very thankful to even be near me. But no, those, you know, they, some of those people do disgusting work. They're not very, uh, not all of them are very educated. They're not, you know, we're looking into whether some of them have criminal records. But, you know, these weren't, these are not strong people. And I still let them in the White House to show how much I respect our everyday Americans, even the ones that are worthless and stupid. That's, that's not very nice, even though they're... What do you mean? That's, not, that's, very, that's the nicest thing you can do when you think somebody's a worthless human being and you still let them into your home. It's a, we showed great respect. Obama never did that. I have a few questions about that whole interaction. Why were you all standing around awkwardly like you were all waiting for an Uber? Like it was a strange just standing. Why was that? We were protesting by not social distancing. <laughs> okay. Without masks. So hopefully, you know, those people didn't know it, but they are sort of heroes, even though they're sort of expendable, worthless people. We had COVID circulating in the air. You were testing them? Well, we'll find out. I guess we'll find out if, if, if they live. We'll know that, uh, you know, they were strong people. So you were testing how the frontline workers were affected by COVID into the air? How come you weren't affected by it? We've gone, well, you don't listen to the podcast, I guess. I have an incredibly strong system, okay? I don't get sick because I eat 14 to 18 McDonald's meals a week, so my system is... You know, COVID sees me and says, let's pick somebody else. I get it. So COVID's scared of you. Well, it just knows that it has no, it can't, it can't win against me. Because you're tougher than COVID. Right. And it sees uh, our vice president, big gay Mike Pence, and says, that guy survived. I don't know how many bareback truck stop trips in the 80s. Let's 80s? not mess with him either. Let's not mess with him. Well, from the 80s oh, okay. Okay, to, pre to present day. And he's totally healthy too. So they know that we've, you have a president and a vice president with the strongest immune systems anywhere. So COVID's got to look elsewhere. And we thought, let's see if it you know, wants to munch on some of these 
poorly educated losers that are showing being shown great respect by their president. Well, if you were showing them such great respect, how come you didn't ask them any of their names? No, they have, we, we got their names before, but it wasn't, it wasn't important for the TV <laughs> appearance. Okay, that's fine. Your daughter, Tiffany Trump, spoke tonight. Now getting to uh, day two, night two. I call Tiffany. her Fat Miley Cyrus. <laughs> she, she moves her head a lot. All around, like a bobblehead. You notice that she was just yeah, shaking a, her head. There's a, all... there's a lot of problems with that one. I know. I, I not a day goes by that I don't go. Why didn't you? Why didn't you just use the check I gave you, Martha Naples? <laughs> you know, she said I need seven hundred dollars. I gave her seven fifty, so she'd have cab fare home. And next thing you know, twelve years later, you got a. Uh, you know, Tanya Trump just walking around. You also had Nick Sandman, the the guy who was in Washington D.C. being harassed by the Native American man, banging the drum in his face. You had him speak. He was speaking in cancel culture. He was speaking as a strong pro-life young man. And he was also speaking, I think, on behalf of school shooters who want to get back to school so they can continue shooting. I mean, you look at that kid. He's one trench coat away from 10 homicides. He's a, he's, he's a strong Christian warrior and also probably a homicidal maniac. So you're saying Mick Sandman was there speaking mainly to get schools open again to encourage school shooters to start up again is that is that what i'm getting oh we got to get our kids back in school and he's the motivator he wants to be back in school he wants to you know i think he's just a strong patriot who loves his second amendment loves his god loves his uh maga hat did you see how he put the maga hat on to own the libs Mm-hmm. Total own. He's an interesting character. Um, I thought a very good speech tonight. Your son Eric Trump. Very good speech, very heartfelt at the end. It was almost like a little love letter to his father. Um what do you think of his speech? Here's the thing, and I know there's a lot of people listening to the show. They know I have three kids. And for so many years, I've acted like I only had two, Don Jr. and the beautiful, the tall, beautiful, sexual, full-figured, pouty-lipped. And I'm not just talking about her mouth. Ivanka Trump. What else are you talking about? What what do you you mean? You said pouty-lipped, and you said you're not just talking about her mouth. Well, you know, it's it's, an, it's just an expression. <laughs> My bad, I didn't know that expression. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't know what you're insinuating, but it's, I, I I didn't know. I was just asking. I wasn't. I I knew. I didn't know that expression. You're a smart man. Uh, strong cognitive. <laughs> so, but tonight, and I have an important. This is actually. I think our listeners are going to appreciate this. This is going to change the way we do the podcast from now on. Really? I used to have two kids. And then occasionally I'd remember Eric. 
Well, Don Jr., because of his disgraceful performance, and Eric, because of his, I would say, very strong, on multiple levels, a strong speech. I now have two kids, but their names are Ivanka and Eric, and Don Jr. is now on son probation. <laughs> Tiffany's not even in the running, and oh. Aaron either. Oh. Okay. So they're not even in the running. Who? Who's running? I, well, I'm running, running for, for president. Running, I'm running, running for re-election. Your, running to be your child. I'm, it can't. That's not how babies get made. I don't know if you know this. But these are your children, though. You're just not acknowledging it. Eric and Ivanka, Don Jr. on son probation. <laughs> okay. Before we get into the, the last topic, there is some great news today. Uh, for all the Mapigas out there, that we do have a new website, Mr. President. It's mpgapod.com. It has all podcast episodes. We'll have our YouTube page. has um, other videos on there, lots of different content, merchandise, tour dates. So check out the site. If um, you have a friend who doesn't download iTunes, whatever it is, you can listen to the episodes right from there. All the episodes are right there. MPGAPod.com. It's on the Twitter page at Trump. Bookmark it, share it, buy a t-shirt. It's, it's a be- I think it's a very beautiful site. It's fantastic. And there's a, uh, an OnlyFans uh, tab as well that features <laughs> Melatonin and Ivanka in some NSFW action. I did not know that part of the website. I should speak to the developers. And also for everyone in the tri-state area on uh, August 31st, that's Monday night, this Monday at the Stress Factory in New Jersey, stressfactory.com, 7.30 p.m. It's going to be a crazy great show talking about the DNC, the RNC, some special surprises, so check that out. Also, the last piece of news I want to talk about, you were supposed to have another speaker and the speaker was kicked out last second. Her name was Mary Ann Mendoza. She started. Well, she sounds like an illegal. <laughs> she started angelfamilies.com. And today, what she did, she shared an anti Semitic QAnon post, a conspiracy theory, something about Jews. Um, horrible thing today that she shared. And she apologized, but you still, your administration said, you're not speaking anymore. What led to this decision? Her apology. <laughs> well, please explain. Everybody knows I don't do PC. I don't do apology. We're strong. We look forward. You can't have somebody on your convention. Excuse me. Somebody who's apologizing, talking at my convention. No, no. No apologies is one of the core beliefs in the Trump presidency. So I have no problem if she wants to use great free speech to talk about Kushner's. But when you apologize and you look weak, we can't have that. That's a disgrace. So we, we got rid of her very quickly. We're gonna have, we, we were going to have her in. And then I saw that she had issued an apology and I said, you're a disgrace. I don't ever want to talk to you again. So if Marianne Mendoza tweeted that and didn't apologize, she'd be fine. She'd be, excuse me, she'd be better than fine. <laughs> okay. 
Just wanted to clear that up. Mr. President, I know you had a very long day today. I just want to thank you again for coming on so late. I still have some work to do, so I'm going to get some more powdered Diet Coke. Get some more powdered Diet Coke. And uh, for all the pigs out there, check out the uh, website, mpgapod.com. Check out everything on there. And Mr. President, I will speak to you tomorrow night after RNC night three. Looking forward to it. Big gay Mike Pence. It's his time, you know, at the center of the dance floor. Just rollerblades, wife beater, and a little bit of village people. And it's going to be, uh, it's going to be one of the strongest nights we've ever seen. Well, I'm looking forward to it, Mr. President. Good luck with the rest of your work tonight. And um, I will speak to you tomorrow. <laughs>